Hello, everyone. We're going to get started. Can you hear me okay? Excellent. Well, thank you all for being here. My name is Satya Rhodes-Conway. I'm the mayor of Madison. And I want to welcome you all to the Breastfeeding Equity Open House. Thank you so much for joining us today. Today we are celebrating families in Dane County and community passion around support for maternal and child health. And what better thing to celebrate? Uh, The energy around uh, Black Maternal Health Week, which ended on April 17th, was a testament to the incredible work being done in this area. And I just want to take a moment to thank the staff uh, of of our public health department, uh, Janelle Heinrich, Kat Grande, and the Maternal Child Health Breastfeeding Team for the work that you do and for putting this amazing event together. So thank you. Can we have the staff stand up, be recognized? You know, they they put me in front of the microphone, which is great, but they do all the work to make it possible, and let's not forget that. Um, We know that there are many best Uh, benefits to breastfeeding, but due to structural and systemic challenges, not everyone in our community has the same opportunity to pursue this benefit. And particularly families of color in Dane County experience inequities in breastfeeding. Structural racism, lack of social support, challenges for pumping at work, and historical injustice impacts breastfeeding rates. For these reasons, many partners, including the partners here with us today, are working to elevate community and eliminate breastfeeding inequities. Today we're going to hear from some of the strongest advocates for our families. And I'm just going to introduce them and then they'll come up and talk, but let me tell you about all of them. Um, We're going to hear from my friend... Uh, Sheila Stubbs, who represents the 77th District in the Wisconsin State Assembly. Uh, She's also a Dane County Board Supervisor. And she is the first African-American state legislator from Dane County and a strong maternal and child health advocate. I'm so happy you're here, Sheila. We're going to hear from Harambe Village, and their mission is to enhance the childbearing experience, empower women by providing doula support, and advocate for evidence-based care. They provide accessible education based on a mother-centered model. I love that. Let's center mothers everywhere. A mother-centered model of maternity care, and they engage stakeholders around health and racial equity work in respect to maternal and child health. We're going to hear from the African-American Breastfeeding Alliance of Dane County. Their mission is to address African-American breastfeeding disparities through the dissemination of information, research, consultation, and support so that every African-American family will make well-informed decisions regarding the choice to breastfeed. And we're going to hear from Centro Hispano, whose mission is to create a community in Dane County where Latinx families can aspire upward to reach their personal goals and dreams because they feel engaged, strengthened, and have tools for success. 
They partner with community wellness workers, promotoras de salud, and doulas from Roots for Change, who provide culturally relevant services within the community and the larger health system. I just want to say how important this work is to me personally and to our community. I spent a lot of time talking in the campaign about the importance of racial equity and taking on structural and institutional racism. This work is doing that. And I am really excited to support it. I'm excited that you're all here today to learn about it and support it. And I very much hope that we can continue not just this work, but more like it in our community going forward. So let's hear from our fabulous partners, starting with Representative Stubbs. Good afternoon. I can't hear you. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. <laughs> Wonderful. First and foremost, welcome to South Madison. I am just so excited to have this room transformed by so many of you and the very critical work that we are doing here. So for those that have never been to the best part of the city, which is South Madison, welcome. We embrace culture and we do such a wonderful job. Uh, thank you for coming today to the Breastfeeding Equity Open House. It is hard to overstate how important this work is that has been done right here in Dane County. It is personal for me as a mom, as an African-American mom. I know the importance of equity work that is being done and the importance of breastfeeding. Breastfeeding is a critical part of the reproductive process for mothers and for children. For infants, breast milk provides all the essential energies and nutrients for the start of a healthy and fruitful life. Breast milk also boosts healthy sensory and the cognitive development for young children that is critical to learning. For mothers, breastfeeding can help produce and reduce the relevance of ovarian cancer, and it will reduce breast cancer. Breastfeeding also helps mothers space their children and increase family resources, and it is also a secure, a safe, and a sustainable method of feeding for children and for the environment. But most importantly, breastfeeding creates these critical mother and child bonds that lasts for a lifetime. But why is this space and this work so important that it's being done? Well, healthy breastfeeding must be taught and healthy breastfeeding must be learned. And for mothers of color, breastfeeding rates are lower than they were when they need to be, particularly for black mothers who have the lowest rate of breastfeeding because of economic injustice and because of institutional racism at 46% compared to 84% for white mothers, yes, in Dane County, eight weeks after a child is born. We must collectively dismantle and we must collectively break down these barriers because they are fatal. Wisconsin Yes, the great state of Wisconsin has the highest rate for infant mortality 
for black babies nationwide. And no small part because of the lack of resources and the stress from institutional racism and sexism right here in Wisconsin. There is much work that needs to be done, but through Governor Tony Evers, our new governor, Healthy Women, Healthy Families, Healthy Babies Initiative invest a groundbreaking $28 million. Yes, that's a reason to clap. I will help you today. Our governor is investing $28 million to combat infant mortality and to help women and babies stay healthy, especially in Dane County, where the infant mortality rate for black babies is double the overall average for Dane County, and where black mothers experience severe maternal morbidity symptoms at delivery at a rate of 155 per 10,000 highest amongst all races. The work that the Foundation for Black Women Wellness is doing raises awareness and gathers stories and connect people to resources that are critical for their well-being. And the work that the lactation support, the specialists and the doulas at the African-American Breastfeeding Alliance, the Harambe Village, the doulas, the Roots for Change and Central Espano, the work that they are doing provide cultural relevancy, resources to women that need it the most, and it breaks down these fatal racial disparities that take place day to day. We are forever indebted and grateful for their work, and a part of their work is telling stories so it becomes more familiar in and out of our communities. I have something to say about our First Lady, Michelle Obama, who told the story of breastfeeding and talking about taking her youngest daughter to a job interview. And I quote, I packed up the little infant and I put her in the stroller and I brought her with me and I prayed that her presence would not be an automatic disqualifier. And it was fortunate for me that number one, she slept through the entire interview. Yes. And I was still breastfeeding. And if that's not too much information, I got the job. These groundbreaking investments will not just help address our disturbing rates of mortality for black babies and black mothers, but they will also help address inequities in education. In the Wisconsin workforce, there is an unjust criminal justice system. By connecting the dots and setting children and families up for success on day one. We know that preceding nine months, that the first three years of a child life is very critical. And in order for us to ensure their success, we must dismantle these egregious racial disparities that exist. But Wisconsin, communities of color, should no longer, and I'll say that again, Wisconsin communities of color should no longer be subject to the neglect and to trauma. Every single person deserves the opportunity to determine their own destiny, not have the fate of their destiny determined
from cradle to grave. As a state, we must assure that we are doing everything we can do to help communities of color not just survive in the state of Wisconsin, but to thrive in the state of Wisconsin. Thank you. Bringing out the Harambe Village. I'm standing here. No, you're coming over here. <laughs> There's another person out there. Murda? I think I said your name right. <laughs> Good afternoon. We thank you for coming today and hearing about all the work that we're doing here in Dane County. Just to give you a little background, Harambe Village was started in 2014 by Tia Murray and Tamara Thompson. They're both mothers here in Dane County, and between the two of them have almost 11 children. I say almost because there's two that are still cooking. <laughs> um, in 2016, they started their first cohort training doulas, and I was uh, honored to be part of that and I came aboard in 2016 and we have been um, growing and expanding our services to Dane County. What makes us a little bit different um, than your typical private serving doula is that we really care about our community and we really care about providing resources to not just our mothers but families as a whole. Um, we provide support groups, um, we, we provide um, community partnerships so that we can connect our families to equitable jobs um, and also also better housing. We look at the family not just at pregnancy but beyond and so we have support groups at our Family Resource Center to encourage and to support parenting throughout. Uh, we are strong believers in the benefits of breastfeeding um, for many reasons. Um, I for one have breastfed for lovely children and really truly believe that breast milk saves lives among many other things. Um, and when we're situated in a state that has one of the worst black infant mortality rates, which is also driven by preterm birth um, and low birth weight, it's amazing to think about something as, a, as breast milk being a protective factor. When our bodies have babies earlier, we make extra special milk. And so it's all the more important that our black and brown babies have access to human milk, regardless of what that takes. And so we need to be collectively working together to make sure that every mother who chooses to breastfeed is able to do that in an evidence-based way and in an equitable manner. And so although we're doing great work on the ground and we're seeing great breastfeeding rates among the clients that we work with, there's so much more to do across the social ecological spectrum. And so we're engaging partners, our largest birthing facilities, lactation specialists, to think about providing a more nuanced type of lactation support and to really support birthing black and brown families in a much more equitable way. Because we know that those first um, several hours and those first few days right after birth are the most important in respect to lactogenesis and really having success with breastfeeding. And we are at the hospitals working with our families, making sure that they have that evidence-based support that they need so that we're really filling the gap from hospital to home and providing that continuum of care. And so it starts with all of us, um, and I think we all need that collective buy-in to make sure that every baby has access to 
to human milk, but in particular making an extra effort to make sure that black and brown babies are able to have that as well. Um, my name is Hershey Barnett Bridges. Thank you. And I really brought Myrta here because Myrta and I started the African American Breastfeeding Alliance, and she wants to stand back over there like she had nothing to do with it, right? But and we two did, other people. and two other people in the health Doris. field, Doris Franklin and also Gina Curry. Um, in that time, that was 15 years, 16, 16. years ago. Yes. What we were interested in was trying to help women understand the benefits of breastfeeding. Now, everybody talks about the benefits to the baby, but what we want you to go past is it's not just for the baby; it's for the community; it's for the whole. Um, community in, as a whole. Plus the fact people don't understand that breast milk also is not just for the infant, for the person who receives breast milk is improving their health for the rest of their life. What you need to know, thank you dear, what you need to know, it doesn't just stop and start because the baby's a year old. Do you know that the average age of weaning a child is four years old? Yeah, in that. America, we choose to take it slower. But in other countries, that is one of the ways they actually space their children is by breastfeeding them. The more you breastfeed, the less likely you ovulate. Therefore, you couldn't get pregnant. We don't encourage women here because you do not carry your baby throughout the day, every day, all day. All right? So don't try it that way, okay? <laughs> but the point is that breastfeeding means more than just improving your health it means improving your community also. Cheaper costs in health care because the babies are not sick. The mother who breastfeeds is less likely to have diabetes, um, a child less likely to have diabetes, certain cancers because the baby was breastfed it will not develop. Do you under, I get really carried away, don't okay. okay. But the point is we have a chance to actually improve the health of the African American population. But don't stop there. We can improve the health of every person if we actually support breastfeeding. And supporting breastfeeding does not end at your house. It ends doesn't end at all. It goes from your church to your school to your grocery store. Everywhere needs to know the benefits, and you need to cheer that person on while she's trying to do it, okay? Give her a pat on the back. Um, one of the doctors here in Madison actually gives you an award, um, a, um, a symbol to say you breastfed for a year, okay? I'm going to find his name so we can send him to our special day, okay? <laughs> but the point is, that's how we have to do it. We have to consider it as a way to actually improve the health of the people. And um, she doesn't want to speak, but talk. <laughs> this is very true. I wasn't really prepared to say anything today, and I do want to encourage you as liaison people for our community to encourage moms to breastfeed. I am a public health nurse as well. Right now we do home visiting for moms and encouraging African-American moms to breastfeed on a lot of different levels is quite challenging, especially once they've talked to other people in the community that think, oh, maybe breastfeeding isn't for you. So 
I want you to encourage every African-American mom that you know to seek out the African-American Breastfeeding Alliance and get support. Um, I think that's the number one thing that we need to encourage people to do in this community. Uh, our numbers are really poor, and we can do something about that, and we are prepared as African-American women to do something about that. So that's probably all I want to say. Thank you. Can I just say, I just want to say um, how amazing it is to have assets like this in our community and to continue this intergenerational work. My oldest is 14, and um, these women at the African American Breastfeeding Alliance helped me continue to breastfeed my baby. I was 18, and the nurse told me my breasts were too large to breastfeed. And so when we talk about things like evidence-based information, um, had it not been for the support groups that AABA offered, I would not have continued to breastfeed that baby until he was too. And so I just wanted to say that, you know, having these women in our community is a huge, critical, imperative asset. Well, I changed my mind because I do want to say one thing. And those of you that are health professionals and work with families, I think it's really important for you to think about helping moms, especially black moms, interface with nurses like Hershey and myself um, because they think about what you say as the gospel truth, more or less. And if you say to them that they have large breasts so you're not going to be able to breastfeed or you've got too many things going on, just bottle feed. It's better for you, baby, and it's better for you. Well, it's not. And if it's better for the white community, it's going to be better for us, too. So... Um, we need to really change that in this town and in this country. That what, in fact, I said to someone recently, if you had a conversation with a woman and it was something negative about drugs or whatever you want to say, and you talk to a white person the same way, you would not have that same conversation. So we need to stop it. We need to have the same conversation with black moms that we have with white moms. Breast milk is good for you, good for your baby. Preterm babies are much more happy about having breast milk than they are about having formula. Their systems respond differently. The milk is made specially for them, as um, Tia already mentioned to you. But we really, really need to have mutual conversations. The same thing you say to a black mom, you need to say to a white mom. That's it. Good morning. I always have an issue with podiums because of height. <laughs> um, my name is Mariela Quesada, and I um, a little bit of background. I started working at Centro Hispano um, almost at the same time when my baby was in the NICU. She was born at 28 weeks, and I always cry even though it was five years ago. Uh, the only thing that got me through her being at the NICU for almost four months was that I was able to breastfeed her. And I was there for more than seven hours a day, and the only thing that I could do for her was pump. So when you say about the power of milk, of your breast milk, it gives life not only for that baby, but it gives life to the mom. Um, when I started working at Centro, my, my mind, it was in the NICU, but my mind now came to be the mind of many moms that I was looking um, coming in at Centro stores. 
And I realized that my experience, it was not the, I was not alone. The many moms were also struggling, even though their babies were full-term. They were struggling to find ways to parent in a place that doesn't understand how Latino moms parent. They were struggling to be judged in the way that they talk to their children, in the way that they don't talk to their children, in the way that they, they try to teach their children things. So they're always at the margins of society. So it's when we started at Centro to think about we need to bring community voices inside of Centro. It cannot be its staff. It cannot be the executive director. It has to be those parents that we are serving. Because if Centro leaves tomorrow, packs its bags and leaves tomorrow, the community will continue to be here. And our mission to have thriving families will never be able to be accomplished. So the wellness program started, or Programa Bienestar. And with this program, what happened is that we brought inside Centro Hispano the wisdom that women have with them. And, you know, it's beautiful when you plant a seed. You may not know what happens. You think that it's a sunflower seed, but it may happen to be something else. What happened from those um, families that we brought to Centro to be part of the wellness program, they became the sunflowers that now they're root for change. So Centro Hispano was the incubator of that baby, of that idea, of that dream. And now Root for Change is the first co-op led by Latino women in Dane County working to provide services to mothers like them, Latinas and indigenous women. Because Latinos, we are really, really diverse within our culture. We're not all Mexican. We're all not first-generation immigrants. We are not farm, all farm workers. We are really diverse, and this county doesn't understand that yet. This county doesn't understand we are, all, we are not all Hispanics. We have different histories and contexts that will determine our health outcomes, my health outcomes, the health outcomes of my children. And we're, still, we're here to stay. We're, and we're going to be trying to keep working within our community to create that leadership from within, not from the Latino leadership as a whole, but from the community, from the ground. Because when you weed a garden, you do it on the ground and you get your hands dirty. We are getting our hands dirty with many dreams. Um, I want to let Virginia and Aida talk about their role for, uh, for change. Hi, my name is Virginia. I, I am one of the promotoras of community health workers, Dulas. And I tell you a little bit about what we hear. Uh, the statistics say Latinas do not have problems in breastfeeding their babies. And my question is, this is the reason why nobody make anything for Latina women in, um, in, I'm sorry, in maternal care. I will be speaking Spanish, but no. And <laughs> in my experience as a doula and community health worker, when I start the relationship with a mom, even, uh, many times they have no plan breastfeed their, their babies. Uh, even give both breastfeeding and formula or just formula. And this is because they don't have the enough support. 
Asadula, one of our goals is to encourage prenatal care, avoid drugs as much as possible, to avoid interference in the most important thing after birth, which is skin to skin. So, breastfeeding too, we encourage to breastfeeding, but in order to continue with this important work, we need the support. We need support of public health organization because every woman deserves a humanizing maternal care. And Latinas have to, the right to have equity and maternal health. Thank you. Hello, my name is Aida. I am an indigenous woman from Ecuador, and uh, I just came straight from my work. I had a client last night, so uh, it's a great ex uh, opportunity to share um, what we are doing here as doulas, as promotoras in Centro Hispano. Um, we got uh, to Centro Hispano two years ago, and it was uh, uh, a connection. Uh, just look into the colors of the building. Because we come from a, a country with, which is the various colors around, more life and uh, outside and everything. So there I, I met a couple of moms, and who, uh, some of them are still my friends, and uh, we started this group uh, uh, with, uh, uh, of promotoras with Mariela, Karime, and uh, many people who are part of the team. Uh, as, uh, he, what we do in Root for Change, we make a different, uh, we work in different projects. We, we, are, we have a supporting postpartum group where we work with moms and new babies. We offer them uh, different uh, experiences. No? We share experiences, we motivate each other. Uh, we talk about uh, healthy choices about our life for our family and for baby and for mom. And uh, as doulas, it's been, the, it's, it's been a great experience to be part of this miracle moment of having a baby. And, uh, but uh, talking about breastfeeding, breastfeeding is not, is not just like offering milk to the baby. It's more than that. It's what, what the mom is eating, in what kind of environment mom is living. Um, the food that she is eating, no? It's not just like eating uh, any food that, uh, that she can buy. When I say tradition, I am referring that in back in our country, we spent 40, 40 days at home eating the traditional food at home. We call it cuarentena. But it's a special moment just for mom and the baby, bonding the mom and the baby. So these moments we cannot experience here because we are in a new place, we are in a new uh, system. And, as, uh, and the Grupo Promotora, our, our goal is to change this landscape, is to, is to challenge this system by addressing the perinatal, perin, perinatal uh, well-being, by empowering our moms, um, creating conscious, arising our boys, uh, that we deserve to be treated considering our experiences our, uh, that, we come, uh, that we bring from our countries. No? And uh, I just have an experience of my mom who shared uh, in one of our postpartum group. She said she was in a restaurant and the waitress, and she wanted to breastfeed her baby. And the waitress said, uh, you, yeah, you can come. And she, she took mom and the baby to the bathroom. How can this be happening here? 
No, and she said at the, at, the, at the middle of the breastfeeding, she realized, no way, I, how can I do that? I am in a restaurant to eat myself, sitting in the table, and the lady is bringing me here uh, to breastfeed my baby. How can I do that? And so she came out, and uh, she, of course, she realized. So many moms don't know that she has the right to breastfeed whatever the baby is asking. There are uh, cards that uh, sometimes we offer. I think always they offer a card that says, uh, if someone is saying you cannot breastfeed in this place, um, you can show the car and say, yes, I do have the right to breastfeed my baby. Yeah. So these things cannot be happening. So that's why we stand here to share uh, that we are that we have the right. No, we are humans. We deserve to be treated as humans, the baby and the mom, because. The way we connect with our babies, the style, the lifestyle that we give to our babies is going to, um, is going to interfere lifelong to the baby. Yeah, that's, those are my words. Thank you very much. Good afternoon. I'm Janelle Heinrich. I'm the director of public health medicine, Dane County, and I am so honored to be um, up here with all these amazing women and and with to represent and to be inspired by all the work that's happening in our community to support moms and families of color. Um, I hope you enjoyed this event. Um, it's kind of giving me shivers just listening to the passion that everyone has. Uh, if you haven't already, please enter the raffle. Um, for lactation supplies. We're going to be calling out the winners in a half hour. Um, if you'd like to learn more about the state of maternal and child health in our county, um, our organization just released a maternal and child health data book this week. And to access this data, it's on our website. There's also been another key resource released this week, um, Saving Our Babies, Low Birth Weight Engagement. Um, it's the final report of a collaboration between the Foundation for Black Women's Wellness, um, Equity by Design, and the Dane County Health Council. Um, it shares the voices and stories of um, perspectives of nearly 300 black community members on maternal and child health and their experiences here in this community. So if you put your name on the contact sheet, please, if you haven't, please do so. Um, we'll email you out the links to those resources. And if you haven't had a chance to spend some time in the lactation room or go downstairs to the Mamava um, lactation pod, um, please do so. Um, meet other people who are passionate about this work, um, eat some food, and celebrate these amazing successes and, um, and the work of folks in our community. So thank you all for coming. Thank you.